With all the hype around AI tools, it seems there's especially been a focus on people with ADHD. Can systems like ChatGPT help? Should you use them? What should you know to keep you out of trouble? Plus, Dana brings us an adorable Squirrel of the Week. All that and more, right now. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Hey, Dana, is that really you? It is, David. Are, wait, wait. Okay. How would I know? How would I, how would anyone know that you were not AI generated right now? Oh, well, I actually have been streaming a show um, that they had an AI computer person and they couldn't tell the difference but she only had like three um arm movements <laughs> okay and so they caught the loop did she have any hands because <laughs> is that the ai tools <laughs> that do images that create images are famous well they've improved now but she didn't have hands it, it, yeah. anyway we are digressing Max so kind of style thing. Yeah, yeah so you can tell i'm not AI because I'm bouncing all over the place and flailing my arms. You could have trained an AI to squirrel. Maybe that's a maybe that's a thing that we would have to do. Probably eventually. I'm sure they'll get there. <laughs> wouldn't that be wonderful if we don't wouldn't even have to show up for our Zoom calls? We can just have the AI doing it and pretending to be us and we can be out working in the yard. I did know someone who had a video loop of himself that he just played on Zoom calls and and you know Ah, did he get away with it? I, he did. I mean, he would occasionally pop in and say something, but <laughs> yeah, it was. But anyway, I don't. I'm not recommending this. And also, okay. dear listener, have you tried AI tools yet? <laughs> yeah. So Dana, you you are using some some tool, huh? An AI. Well, tool? I kept hearing about Chat GPT for. ADHD, and I kept hearing about it, and I kept resisting it and thinking, oh, I don't want to go down there. I just don't want to do it. And then I thought, no, Dana, take the hit for our listeners and get into this and see. See, So I was very reluctant. You stepped out in front of the bus for us. Thank you, Dana. Always, always I appreciate it. I, I have the avoided bus. these tools. I, I will say I, I, I have created an account and used it on one occasion, and that's it. But I, I, I actually decided long ago that I was not a fan, so I'm 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 your sitting skeptic here, Dana. I'm going to be the voice of I don't know reason or skepticism or skepticism. Something. Well, you're you're here with the cool kids now, David. So oh. just get with the program. Okay. All right. all right. The first thing I want everyone to know is I've been pronouncing it wrong for months. You kept here. I kept thought it was Chat G B T. So Golf Bravo Tango. It's not. It's Chat Golf. Papa Tango, GPT. Okay, I didn't know you didn't know that. I have heard I you say it, but I didn't, it, I, 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 I wasn't sure I was hearing you correctly. So now, now well, know. you know, anyway, so, so that is my first confession right out of the box is that it's a P and not a B. Okay, good deal. P, no, I won't, I won't go into P and B jokes. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is the big thing on social media. We had to step in. Dearest listener, warning, this is not a tutorial on using ChatGPT today, 
all right it just isn't and next week we're going to talk a little bit more about how to use using it for for um adhd but today we're given kind of the overview and is it useful for us and is it or is it not is it just as david believes just a waste of time that's going to take over all our jobs but i don't i don't, that's not what i believe actually but oh come on can't i put words in your mouth i mean you just did they're just not the words that would come out if I were putting them there. But yeah, no. So we can talk about that later, of course. But it's 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 also I I, I got to say I got to speak up on behalf of all the nerds who I know we have in our audience. We have people who are listening to this that we're all neurodivergent. Some of us are geeks, and we take issue with the idea of calling Chat GPT AI. It is not oh, AI. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. No, it's not intelligent at all. It's not artificial. It's just feeding back. Oh, you're right. It's just feeding back information. It, yeah, it, and 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 of course we can get into the fine distinctions, which we're not going to do. But the bottom we're line is, it is that. a large it is a large language model that has absorbed a tremendous amount of information, and it basically is an autocomplete feature. It's 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 going to guess what what to you're say right. based on okay. yeah. And there are drawbacks, but I I don't. I don't want to be that negative right up front. I just wanted to clarify that, yes, we all call this stuff AI, but it is not technically true. Okay. So you may change the title of the no, no, podcast no, that's good. if that's you want to. No, because we can all talk right. you know, more generically about what could happen yeah. when real AI yeah. does exist. Right. And there are probably listeners who have more experience with this than you or I do. I would help. Right? Yes. Because Yeah, I'm sure there are. Yeah. I do yeah, know I'm a sure. tremendous amount about it, though. So that's... Yes. You know, I just haven't been a big user. Interesting. You know all about it, but you haven't used it. Where is the wisdom and the knowledge? It's partly why I haven't used it. <laughs> no, so <laughs> because I've been following OpenAI, the company that is behind uh -huh. ChatGPT particularly, and there are a number of other large language models out there. This is just one. Google has one that they're using. All the big tech companies now have some version of these tools and there are many of them but anyway all that to say i i i'm fascinated by this stuff artificial intelligence as a concept i've studied for decades and so when chat gpt came along or the earlier iterations you this is just an interface to the large right. language model you can chat with it but gpt the, the 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 underlying model has been around for longer i've been aware of it for a long time so yeah i'm just not not interested in using it okay so let's let's see, and maybe we can lean you towards maybe, maybe having so. some music. You might talk, me and into you it. maybe you can. You, yeah. Anyway, so there are things to know, and we're specifically talking about Chat, chat GPT cool. here because that's what I've been using. So OpenAI, as David said, is a company that created it. You need an account to use it. It, it. There are two types of accounts. There's a free one, and then there's a paid one. It's twenty bucks a month. I'm using the free one now. I have done a bunch of research to see why would I pay, give them 20 of my hard-earned dollars a month, and I'm not seeing much except it's faster, and it seems pretty fast to me. So, cool. yeah, so I don't know, and maybe there's a, a reason, but for right now, I'm using the free. They say it's more powerful. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, some of it has to do with continuing your conversations, too. Like, you run out of, you can only run so many prompts in a row through the free version, and then okay. it starts over. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and the other thing to know is that the information on chat GPT is only through 2021. That's as far as they loaded. So you can't use it for current stuff. I asked it, you know, give me a restaurant recommendation for, you know, 
whatever Italian food. And it, well, I can't, I, my data is only up through 2021, so I can't give you anything current. Okay, so that's true of the 3.5, the, the, the language model, the GPT 3.5 mm-hmm. model. Um, yeah, what's the, the f- can you see it on the four? The GPT-4 data goes is, is, it goes through a more recent time frame. Okay, yeah. okay, so that's one reason to update. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing that I found is it does have errors. It's so interesting. Not only now does it you- have errors, Dana, but it actually fabricates information and doesn't tell you that it has faked the information at all. It doesn't, oh, does it really? Oh, yeah, it just absolutely fabricates stuff. And it says well, it with it was, great confidence. <laughs> yeah. So here is, so one of the thing I, and I did a whole bunch of research on using it for ADHD and people, and it, I kept seeing using it for timers and planning or not planning, use it to set timers and reminders and yada, yada, yada. And so I asked it and, and I also asked it, how can I use you for ADHD? And it came back and said, you can use chat GPT to set timers and reminders. And then I went in and said, please set a reminder for such and such a thing. And it came back and said, I'm sorry, but I can't directly set timers or alarms or reminders for you. My capabilities are limited to to providing information, answering questions, and engaging in text-based conversations. Nice. Well, at least it spoke factually to that. Eventually. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, why in the heck have you been telling me and everybody who's reading this that Oh, this is great. I can set alarms on this. So it's lying about itself, which, hey, don't we all do that? I mean, it's true. It's in that sense, it's mimicking its uh, its makers. <laughs> so one of the questions is you can actually have it keep the history of your chats on or the history of your chats off. I resisted that and had the history off for a week or so. And then I start, I tried it with the history on and I realized then it's easier to go back and see your previous chats. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know. I've, I've got the, I figure it's going to know everything about me anyway. And I'm just having, making myself feel a little bit better by having the history off, thinking they're not collecting what we're talking about is, um, I'm, I'm fooling myself, David. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'd be fooling myself. So what do you think about the history on or off? I don't think it matters all that much. The, the, the What you're saying is correct. I mean, they're going to absorb, the, the makers of the tools are going to absorb everything you feed into it. What happens yeah. then depends on the company and the tool and the product and the version and all that sort of stuff. Some, some, some of them actually use their interactions with you to improve themselves in theory. Yes. Yes. So, in theory. Yeah. In theory. But but whether you can go back and look or not, I guess, I don't know that it really matters. It's like your browser history. Do you empty it every night or, you know, I don't know. Heavens no. Why would you? Right. Right. Okay. So originally this was going to be specifically on how to use this tool. And then I realized, no, because this is early days of this technology and it's going to change. It's like doing a tutorial on how to use AOL or, you know, whatever our first... Yeah. emails or whatever were. Um, so I thought, okay, we've got to go more global than that. And the thing I realized when I started stepping back and out of the weeds and looking more globally is the deal for using ChatGPT is 
the prompts. And the prompts, that's a fancy word for the questions that you ask it. And it's like when you do a web search, the the better your your question is, the better the response is going to be. And this takes it even further because it can gather more information to feed back at you. So knowing how to write the prompts is really important for getting the best information. Yeah. So, but I, can I, can I ask a little bit more of a fundamental question here? Yes, sir. Because I still have the things clawing in my mind. Like I worry that people will use these tools and end up hurting themselves as a result. So are there, are there specific uses that you feel are particularly beneficial for us with ADHD? I mean, we talked about the reminders and the alarms and then it told you it couldn't. Yeah, there are. And I'd like to dig into that more next week. Next, but next we week. Can talk okay. about it. Okay, we well, can talk about it just generally Well, in now. general terms, yeah, because I, I, I think, I, I, think I, I, I actually fundamentally have questions about whether they're smart for us to use no matter who yeah. we are, but, but as people with ADHD. What I have found for me is it's been incredibly useful in getting me past the stuck starting point, especially in writing. Okay. All right. So I actually tried to have it write one of our podcast scripts and it was absolutely unusable because it was too detailed. David says, da, 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 da. And Dana says, da, da, da. You know, it literally was a script. Now that may have been a problem in the way I phrased the prompt. However, um, but I found... You you know, because we've talked about it, one of my challenges with social media is I don't think in perky little sound bites. I don't write in perky little sound bites like that. And so I avoid social media because of that. And I've practiced using it. So write a Facebook post saying such and such and such and such and such and such. And it comes back with this perky little... Um, nice. Perky little Facebook post that then... I take it and adjust it. So Very I don't good. use everything it says, but it's the starting point. Okay. All right. I like that a lot, actually. I like that yeah. a lot. And th- and this is where I think maybe one of my concerns comes in when, because I have seen people use it to write things. For example, mm-hmm. and here's the use case. Are you ready for this one? This is what my really good friend who I've trusted for many years to advise me in business and, and other things. I needed to prepare a resume six months ago, whenever it was. and he said, we were having a conversation about formatting and what's the latest thing. What are the hiring managers look for on the resume and all this stuff. And one of the things that I've always thought was just not worth the energy was the the little summary paragraph at the beginning of your resume. Right. And he's like, here's what you do. You feed your resume details and stuff into chat GPT and you tell it to write you a summary and and here's here's the other here's the biggest concern especially with resumes and this is probably a unique situation that might not apply to a lot of others but resumes are already getting scanned by tools to look for keywords and other things and it was i don't know 90 seconds after gpt chat gpt tools came out before the resume scanners were trained to find stuff that had been written by by oh, yeah. chat gpt to screen them out so like i know some people had early successes using these kinds of tools but if you don't edit it and rewrite it it's obvious to certain linguistics tools that the stuff came out of a you know system like this 
Yeah, and they're, and they're using that in schools also. They realize, you know, they're figuring it all out. And so I'm not saying use it to write your things. I'm saying use it to break past the initial, oh my God, I'm stuck. I don't know what to say. I like that. Yeah, and I believe our listeners are smart enough and wise enough that we're not going to just take verbatim what this computer feeds out and use it, but it's to get us past that hurdle. I like that. So yesterday I was interviewed on a telesummit and it's a topic I've done before many times. And I thought I had their talking points already written out somewhere. I didn't. I thought I had, I couldn't find them. So I had to go through and pull out from blogs and success club and podcasts and, you know, different places. And I had this mishmash of information. So I threw it into ChatGBT and I said, please rewrite this answering these specific questions. Nice. And it took it and it formatted it all for me. So it made sense out of the information. And then I took it and Danaized it. Very nice. Okay. Beautiful. So that literally saved me a couple of hours. And and a couple of hours of the most painstaking, laborious, tedious, boring parts of the project, right? Frustrated because I darn it, Dana, you've done this so many you've done this talk and where in the heck are your notes? Mm. I, yeah, okay. All right. So you're 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 convincing me here. I I absolutely can see these uses. And I think you're right. Our yeah. listeners are smart. So you, dear listener, you're not gonna be inclined to just go copy and paste and use. One of the other early big concerns that I had with this, Dana, is I saw so many people like crank, crank cranking out products of different kinds to the point where now, of course, you know, even even Amazon is is rife with books, quote unquote, that have been mm-hmm. just dumped out of these models into yep. manuscript form and you can order them and they'll be printed on demand and you can get a physical book and you open it up and you find out actually it's full of factual errors and all the things but there's a even even a setting aside factual errors which is a big red flag you got to know that if you're if you've got output from one of these large language models that includes something stated factually you and even chat gpt warns you when you sign in now like check your facts right. because they right. they just can be made up on the spot Right. And I mean, funny story, the company I'm working for right now has a bot that you can chat with on their website to ask it questions about software. And we had someone write in saying, hey, I got these instructions to do something in the software, but I can't find the the button that it's talking about, the setting that it's talking about. And so I, I asked him, I'm like, well, can you send me the, the instructions you got? Yeah, sure. Here, you know, and then and I'm like, where did you find these? Because I searched our website. There was no they weren't there. You know, where mm-hmm. did you get this? Oh, well, your chatbot, and they, they they screenshotted it. It spat out all these instructions about where to find this setting, and it was all fabricated, Dana. It did not exist. And that right. thing had been trained on our documentation. So it's just another it's another example. So you gotta watch, you gotta yeah. check your facts. But the other the other thing that worries me is copyright. And this is now being tested in courts. Yep. And you you have to know that if you're claiming work as your own that came out, it doesn't matter if it's visual work, art whatever that's a whole other discussion which we'll not spend time on now but any any of the output of these of these tools if you are in any way attempting to claim copyright or ownership or responsibility for it this is going to get tested in courts and i and i want to say it's not going to go well for anyone right and that's not what i'm talking about i know about, David, i know okay? i'm just yeah that's not, not yeah that, that's right? 
Right. So, I mean, there's there's a lot to be worried about. It's early days. It's going to get figured out and worked out. So, again, um, I found I have found it very useful. And we're going to so talk glad. more about this next week. Yeah. And it's so if you're stuck, mm. it, especially with writing, it can help you get past that. Oh, man, what do I do? Okay. All right. I'm going to think about this between now and next week, Dana. And, and actually I think you've, you've, you've made some really valid points here. I, I have, I have probably stuck to my guns on my early intuitions about this stuff a little more strongly than I sh I was about to say should. Oh, he almost said should. Here's what I think, David, you know, a lot because of your tech industry background you know a lot you're incredibly bright and you think through things mm. and you can see all the sides and here i you know you're the i don't know what dog you would be i'm the golden retriever that comes running oh hi let's play and see what happens yeah. so you know, throw the ball throw the ball um and so you're you're approaching it from a whole different place yeah that's true that's, that's true and well. this is why i kind of have just been hesitant but Having said the, having thrown up the red flags, and by the way, Dana, I didn't expect that you would actually create copyrighted material with, <laughs> I didn't expect that from you at all. Well, I might. I, I wanted to put that out for the sake of you, dear listener, <laughs> I, or anybody that might I, be considering um, it. I, I, I have tested it to see if it feeds back this, because I've got 20 some odd, 25 years of content sure. on my blog, yeah. you know, and so, you know, it sucked that stuff right up into it. Well, and that's another question, you know, how much of your- yeah. Of your proprietary material that you've published on the internet that's clearly copyrighted has been sucked up by these large language models and is being used to inform answers now. That's a whole other. Yeah. Discussion. And there is nothing in the world I can do about that. That's true. There is there is so, a flag you can set on your website, however, just oh, like you can okay. prevent Google. We, from we don't want to go there too. We don't need to go into that. I wasn't going to go into the help. specifics. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come <laughs> on, I do David. That? You were so. Yes. Okay. So usefulness. Yeah. For some ways. Yeah. And helping and you get unstuck. Talk okay. I'll talk a lot more about more ways to use it next week. And I'm sure we'll get more into the specific areas that it's that it's good and not so helpful as we do that. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And and dear, dear listener, you may have more experience on this than we do. So if you do, please send us an email. Yeah. You can record your voice, write an email to, is it hello at kicksomeadhd.com? It is Yeah. Yeah, and because uh, we'd love to be able to use your information when we record next week. Absolutely. Okay, so enough about serious things. Okay. The Squirrel of the Week. David, my squirrel has absolutely nothing to do with ADHD, but this lit my heart up, which does have something to do with ADHD because then it makes everything work better when I'm happy. Oh, nice. Okay. I like being happy. So I, I saw this on Instagram as I was scrolling through and there was a, a dog it's it looked like a beagle or a beagle mix and it was playing the piano and howling <laughs> except its people have had to have a camera you know one of the I don't know what they're called this home cameras okay um set up on the piano and so when they're not home they can see what's going on and so when they leave the house the dog jumps up on the piano bench and is playing the piano and howling. That is so funny. And it was just the cutest thing. I just love 
love, Aww. love, love that. All right. Are we going to link to this in the show notes so people can I find don't it? know where I saw okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to look for it. No promises, no guarantees, that is. But if I can find it, I'll link to it in the show notes. How's that? Okay. I'll see if I if I can find it. And yeah, anyway, we'll figure that out. It's time for Listener Mail. All right, this comes from Holstow on Apple Podcasts, and it says, Implementing Gold Nuggets. I find myself listening and saving the podcasts that speak to me most and writing down the suggestions to do or questions to ask myself. I have followed through with doing a little bit at a time. My awareness definitely has grown on how my ADD affects me and my world. Thanks for putting this out there. I have shared this great information with my family and friends. Well, we thank you, Holstow, for leaving us. First of all, leaving us a five-star review and making Yay. those fantastic comments about the show. We're really glad to hear that you're enjoying it. Yeah, that makes my day because, you know, it, sometimes it gets a little lonely here preparing all this stuff and recording it if we don't know that you love it to pieces. Yeah. So thank you. And we know that, you know, the biggest way you can thank us if you're listening and you're thinking, wow, I like this show. The biggest way is just to subscribe, which you've already done, I hope. But you can also share it with people. And that makes a difference. But if you would like to sound off about an episode, a topic, a thing, or you have an idea for a squirrel or a something, you can, as Dana already mentioned, you can send us an email to hello at kicksomeadhd. You can record your voice and send it as a voice memo attached to an email. We'll get that. You never know. We might play it on the show. And if you leave us a review on the podcast app you're listening to right now, you never know. We might read it on the show. Exactly. Thanks, everybody. Hey, thanks, David. Thank you. Go out there and chat with computers and kick yourself some ADHD. Bam! So, what do you think? Is kick some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard. 